This is the last ride, and I've had so many good guests and good episodes in this season over the summer. But honestly, this is one of the ones I've been excited for since the beginning of my podcast times. I've tried to get this guy on. We've clicked so easily from uh, when we first met. It's going to be a blast doing it with the King of Clark. Hi, guys. My name's uh, Dylan Berduo. Uh You may know me as the <laughs> KOC, King, King of Clark. Clark. That is one of my nicknames <laughs> when I attended Clark High School. Okay. But I am very excited to be here. Yeah. Me and Bidu, you know, we haven't talked for the longest amount of time. But in the time that we have <laughs> talked, we have become some of the closest friends. Actually, dude. Like, actually. And no he, is, he is actually one of the few people that I will I will open up to oh, and just trust with the most. He is an amazing man, and I'm just so honored hey, to be here. You're going to gas me up like that? Hey, I'm just saying. I appreciate it. I appreciate I'm just it. saying. Well, we went through, like, we really did. We went through a whole year last year in the class, and we never even talked to each other in Malcolm. Yeah, we had APUS <laughs> history, man. And I think I talked to you, like, maybe, like, once or twice because, at, like, the entire year. Because he just, like, te- all he did, he turned off the lights as soon as you walk in and then lectured the whole thing. Yeah, no, I'm just like, ah, I'm about to fall asleep <laughs> in this class, man. Straight up. Dude. And what do you like? My friend Run, he always sat in the front, and when he fell asleep, Mr. Malcolm just kicked his desk. He always raised his voice when he was like, <laughs> That's so crazy because I think I fell asleep once, yeah. but I fell asleep like so, like you couldn't really notice. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, He asked me a question, <laughs> and I just shake my head, and he's like, mm-hmm, Yeah, <laughs> so you were thinking, huh? And I'm like, Some deep thinking, man, some deep thinking right he there. Put you on blast. Straight up, straight hey, up. But how's your summer been so far, man? Uh, it's been. It's been pretty good, you know. I just been grinding it out recently. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still having my fun. This is my last summer in Vegas. Yeah. Tell, tell me where you're going. So I am actually gonna move to Los Angeles. I'm Ooh. gonna be there for about a year. I'm actually gonna go to school in Pasadena. Uh, it's called Pasadena City College, and I got myself into this program that they have, where if I complete a certain amount of prereqs and I maintain a certain GPA, then I can transfer to basically almost any UC. UCLA. That, yeah, okay. that I, I uh, want to choose. You, you, um, guys, you guys heard that right. Dylan Berduo is joining the super team of uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James in LA. He's going to be the yes, third piece. I will, I will be the third piece. That's the big three right there. It'll be uh, Le King, King James. King Clark, King James, X, and the Brow. XAD, the Brow, XKOC. So um, that'll be pretty fun. Hey, but Are you excited to go to Cali, man? I'm, I'm very excited. You know, I just feel like I need a change from vegas yeah it's been really amazing growing yeah. up over here yeah um, i've met amazing yeah it is and i've met so many people out here so many close friends of mine mm-hmm. i've made so many memories here i had yeah. some some of my highest highs here um but you, and you also buy your lows but yeah that makes the highs even the highs even higher exactly man and you know it's been it's been a wild ride but this is Exactly what it is. This is exactly. one last ride exactly and i get to kick it off so with none other than the kick it King off of with, the North. Yeah, no, I got to <laughs> kick it off with you. So yeah, it's gonna be, be pretty, pretty awesome. So 
I'm pretty excited for that. I still haven't decided which UC. Yeah. I'm leaning more towards UCLA, but right. you know, UC, sure. UC Santa Barbara is kind of right there too. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely see. When do you when are you leaving for uh, LA? I leave in um, roughly two weeks from the recording of this. Okay. So I'll be leaving August 20th. That is officially my last day here in Vegas, and I will be moving out to LA right after that. Yeah. And um, so if I if I manage to uh, not be lazy and get this up before then, hit hit the KOC up. Oh, most definitely. Be part of his farewell tour. Yes, please. <laughs> if you'd like to hang out, and Vidu has uploaded this before I have left. I don't, hopefully, if, if I've uploaded, if you have <laughs> uploaded it, maybe not. The, hopefully, not the day before. But if you'd like to hang out, you know, always hit me up, up on uh, Insta or Snapchat. Snapchat, just whichever one. No, put, put your Insta out there. What's your, what's your username? Uh, my Insta, KOC Dylan underscore. That is and, my Insta. And even if you, even if you, if I don't post it in time, he's just a cool guy. So check him out and talk to him, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, see, I'm, of- I'm down to talk to anyone. You know, yeah. chill. You know, Unless have a good really combo. Weird, then don't hit him up. Yeah, no, no weirdos, no please. Weirdos. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> nah, I'm not, not kinda, we don't mess with that. Yeah, we just. <laughs> We've come across some weirdos in our time oh, together. Trust me, physiology. Yeah. <laughs> physiology. That, there was, not, there was a, there's a, not gonna say any names, but yeah, there was, there's a weirdo some in there. Inter- some interesting times. There's bro. some, there's some characters in that class, man. There's Dude, some that characters. Was fun. That but, was like honestly though, that was like physiology fourth period, one of my favorite classes. Just like how weird it was. Oh, most definitely, and yeah. it's just like. That was the class where we finally got to talk. We oh, became yeah, friends, bet. Bet. and we got to know each other a lot more. Yeah, and that was honestly one of my favorite classes, like physiology and zoology, two of my absolute favorite classes yeah. from all of <laughs> senior year. And like we actually like learned like useful stuff, like CPR and like sports injuries, like how to deal with them. Like one hundred percent, I know how to use uh, a gauze gauze wrap now. Gauze wrap, you how to build a what do you call it? The thing the to hold your leg and stuff. Oh, a splint. How yeah, legs, splint. splints. Yeah, like, splints. And then, like, the all the different, like, cranial... We just learned so much, like, random... Yeah, there's phys- a, that's, like, a actually, bunch like, of uh, physiological terms. Yeah. So. Shout out Miss Fountain. That was actually, like, a really fun class. Yeah, shout out Miss Fountain. She was amazing. Like, One no, of the best teachers I've ever had, hands down. Yeah, and, like, no tests and stuff. She's just, like... It's like you learn practical stuff and you want to learn because it's like she doesn't make it boring. Yeah, no. I remember in the beginning of the year, she started out with like paperwork and, and stuff. No, but oh, like, like quickly. Packet. Yeah, quickly she changed it. Yeah. And it was all just like practice, practice, practice. practice. It's just like physical practice. So like you like get up and move and stuff. So oh, it's, and so it gets the fun. class way more involved and it actually exactly. made it fun. That That's what made that class fun. Yeah, honestly. So I'm very appreciative. Shout out to Ms. Fountain once more. And just like shout out to all the like people at Clark. So many like show people, like teachers. Yeah, there's a lot of people at Clark. Uh, if I wanted to shout everyone out, I'd be here for basically oh, the yeah. entire episode. <laughs> nah. But you know who you are, people that I friends, love and appreciate. Teachers, I want to shout out Miss Pendleton, dude. Miss Pendleton. Miss Pendleton special. was a hundred percent one of the most amazing people yeah, I have ever like, gotten to know. You know, no cap, I'm gonna miss her. Yeah, I'm gonna miss her a hundred percent. I'm lucky that actually at graduation, I was on her side when I was walking up the stage. I got to, I got oh, to shake her hand. So that was dude. no, no disrespect to uh, Mr. Rael, but you yeah, know, yeah, Miss yeah. Pendleton, she was there the entire time. So I'm very, very appreciative that I was Yo, able to get up on that side. If y'all don't know, Miss Miss Pendleton at uh, at graduation, she wrote a poem, right, and she said it. And part of the poem was actually inspired by the Rama Rundown. So when she went on oh, to the, what? so okay, so when she went on to the Rama Rundown at the end of her episode, I gave a, I gave a little speech about how hard it was to say goodbye and the importance of holding on to things but letting go of other things. 
So she incorporated that into her poem. And a couple of the lines talked about um, how we need to learn to uh, hold on to the things that are important to us, but also let go of some other things. And she said that was that was a shout out to the Rama Rundown and dedicated to me. What? So I was like, I did not know that. What? I was like, I heard that and I wasn't sure. But then like afterwards, she came up to me and she was like, yeah, you inspired me to like uh, add that into the poem. I was like, dang, Rama Rundown, like, Rama Rundown. This, this thing is going to get so big. Let me tell you right now, <laughs> Vinu is such an amazing down to earth guy. Thanks, if you're lucky enough to get on this podcast, it is so chill. <laughs> so shout at him. You know, Yo. spread the word. Spread the word. Of Rama course, Rundown. Post it everywhere. Tell your friends about it. Cause this is, this is an awesome, awesome podcast. All right. Here. All right. Before we get into our stuff, I just got to ask you one thing. Almost so, definitely. Okay. So if you had to, if you had to invite one celebrity on to the Rama Rundown, who would you get? Any celebrity. It could be an athlete, an any artist, celebrity? an actress, an actor, mm. anybody. I feel like I definitely have to invite the GOAT, the King. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> and I just feel like, you know, his Taco his upbringing. Th- yeah. Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> but if his, you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But his upbringing, like... His his walk and his path to uh, fame mm-hmm. and stardom is just yeah. so inspirational, and you know he's arguably, if not like hands down, the biggest basketball player in the entire world, and like one of the biggest figures. Like he's a humanitarian. Like exactly, like his I Promise School in Ohio. Yes, oh that my is God. when he opened it. Um, I I believe it's been a little over a year yeah, now. Yeah. Um, when it first opened, it was I think it just passed. Unlike year, yeah. yeah, it was unlike anything ever done before, and that's. He's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. He's exactly what he says. He is more than an athlete. Yeah, and then like like that reporter told told him to just shut up and dribble, but he does exactly the opposite. Yeah, like, he makes it no. He makes his voice heard, and he's such a big activist on social issues. And but at the same time, like he has that, and then he's always like getting better in his game. So it's like you can't like diss him. A hundred percent. He is like it's fine just, wine. He's like, been compared to that. Like, like, he's like fine, fine wine. wine. He just as he, he gets older, yeah. he gets better for some nah, reason. Yeah, he's not he's not no curry that just gets like rotten with age. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fine wine. He's no, good. he is he is amazing. I definitely, um, if I had the chance to, I'd definitely get. I think that'd be that's down, that's a good choice. Talk to him. What about you? Uh, so I actually thought about this, and uh, this okay, this is gonna be uh not not as famous celebrity, but okay. I don't know if you know. I know you know, but like, if you, I don't know if y'all know P- Peter Dinklage's. Oh, one hundred percent. But I don't know if it's just because I watched Game of Thrones recently, but like that guy is just such a good talker. I don't know what it is about him. Yo, but- I've seen him in some interviews, and he's just so good with words, and he is so polite, so respectful, and he just no, knows no, what he's talking yeah. about. Like honestly, like I watch his interviews so that I can become better at talking, or I'll get like I'll become more charming. Like, I, I, I try to learn from him. No, I try to learn from him. I mean, that's why you, that's how you get better. You watch oh, others. Oh, 100%. You, like, you take a little bit of Peter Dinklage. He is a, a charming, he is a charming man. Take a little bit of Chris that. Evans, like, Chris Pratt. Like, you, you see all these people. But, like, he's, like, he's such an intellectual, too. He, like, I know he thinks about stuff a lot. And, like, the way he comes out and, and the way he talks, it's, like, really formulated and poetic. It is, it is a nice uh, speech pattern, and especially in Game of Thrones, his acting oh my is, God. is immaculate. Tyrion is definitely, like, the biggest player in Game of Thrones. Like, he you know, he can, he basically pulls all the strings, but he, like, he's, like, the smallest dude, too. He was the one that was always underestimated, especially yeah. from his dad, uh, Tywin. Tywin. But, you know, he Tywin. overcame literally every yeah. single Being obstacle yeah. right in front of him, every single challenge. And, look, I'm not going to spoil anything for those of you no. that haven't seen no. the last season, yeah. but... 
you know. But Chain be I'm, doing some big things. Man. He is doing some big things, and I'm proud. I'll of say him. something. Love is the death of duty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Love, is, <laughs> love the is the death, death of duty. duty. Keep that in mind, guys. Yes. But yeah, but like I feel like he has, and even like just him being like a like a dwarf in real life. Like I feel like he has a lot of things that he can share with others, and like talk about his experiences being underestimated and stuff. So he definitely be like a under like estimated but like a really good pod- podcast guest especially oh 100 percent. and he is he's just an immaculate person all around he is very inspirational as well and if you got the chance to get him on the show i'd be i'd be jealous 100 <laughs> percent. yeah any game of thrones like if amelia clark came on oh amelia clark hey, hey clark hit me oh up. my goodness hit me up Kit Harrington, she is so beautiful. Sophie Turner, and Maisie William Day, any of you guys? Anyone, anyone except for uh, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. All right, no, but let's get into it though. So, like, one reason why me and Dylan click so quickly in like physiology this year, we just have like a lot of the same outlooks on life and like, um, like ways to approach it. So we wanted to like kind of share what we thought and how we think with you guys. So maybe you can like learn something today and take something away from that. So we came up with a list of three like life mottos that like we live by at least. And like some of them are going to be cheesy, but like it, they're still like really important. And, like things that you guys should like uh, at least take into mind, like uh, consider because like, y- y'all don't have to follow it. But like these are some like good things that you should live by. You want to go first with your first one? Yeah, I'll go first with my first one. Um, so my first one is everyone dies, but not everyone lives. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, everyone, there's an ending for everyone. No one yeah. lives forever. That's just life. That's how life yeah. goes. But how you choose to live that life is really what you make of it. Because look, if you want to live to like a hundred, but you're yeah. stuck at home all day, you, you're, cr- you're uh, clamped up, yeah. cramped up. Just like protected in your own humble abode, <laughs> and you just don't do anything. You just don't go out. Don't try anything new. Don't make yeah. any experiences or exactly. try anything new. Then, what was that life really about? Well, was you know, it worth? You yeah. lived long. That I'll give you that, but you didn't experience anything. Yeah, and that's what I want to live by, a hundred percent all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Vidu knows this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a very, very outgoing person outside mm-hmm. of school. Yeah. And like my life, like outside of work, I just I try to have the most fun that I can with like all of my close friends, and even new people. People yeah, I just meet. Of course. I just I want to make sure that everyone's having a good time, and you know I want to live my life by not the years, but how well I spent those years, yeah. what I tried in those years, and what I learned. And that is that's definitely something that I'm gonna live by. And my entire life that's crazy we didn't like we didn't share a list or anything but i i have a like a really similar thing for my first oh, one too what? so <laughs> this is how like you know great minds think alike you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but like uh i'm a i'm a huge greek mythology fan and in the iliad the basically the story about the trojan war uh-huh. homer writes this quote uh any moment might be our last everything is more beautiful because we're doomed we will never be here again so it, i think it just really speaks to how like i think death is the best invention of life like Without death, our life becomes meaningless, you know, if we just live forever, like, we live forever. Yeah. There's, like, no sense of urgency to do anything. And just, like, the fact that, you know, our life is going to end at a point makes us more motivated to do things and uh, try to accomplish more than we would if we just, like, live forever. For me, like, and a lot of people are scared of death, but yeah. I'm not really scared. And, like, my opinion on death is, like, a nebulous one, like... I, I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know anything about the afterlife. So, so I should know that there's no point in worrying. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it'll come for me eventually, uh, whether that's in like five years or 50 years or a hundred years. I don't, I don't know what this what the rate of medicine right now, but <laughs> that's true. I, I try not to think about that. I mean, I guess it's scary sometimes to think about like, you know, oh, after death, is it just going to be like, you're not going to have any thinking or you're just going to be stuck, you know, just yeah, black, no, black, 100%, all your like, eternal like darkness, blackness, yeah. for, like the rest of time. But like, there's no point in worrying about that, man. It's just like, you got to make the most of where you are today because like like homer said you'll never be in this moment again exactly and like, you just like i said before you just yeah. gotta make the most of your life because if you're every day out here worrying about oh like when is my time gonna come you know you're just gonna live a life of fear and that's definitely not the life that you want to live uh-huh. so that is very scary that we had a quote similar but like <laughs> I said, great minds think alike yeah that is definitely something that you and i will both uh live by for the rest of our lives yeah and like I used to, like, not follow this for the longest time. I used to be that person who had their whole life, try to plan their whole life ahead of them. Oh, like, oh, I want to be this. I want to do this in, like, 10 years. Yeah. Do the, like, you know, I've always been, like, working towards something. But a lot of the times, I just, like, I always miss what was right in front of me. And, you know, it really hits you this year, like, you know, when you're graduating high school. Yeah, especially this year when, like, a lot, you're going to be losing a lot of things. You're not going to be like, I guess not losing people. Obviously, you're not going to with them anymore and stuff. It really gets you thinking about like, did I make the most of my opportunity? And like I said, like I joked about it with you earlier, I didn't even talk to him for like a whole year, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it's like that that type of thing. Like sometimes you just got to live in the moment and just also like, don't do anything stupid. Like, yeah, be, you got you to be, be careful. Be responsible. But also just don't think so far ahead that you just miss like what's in front of you. And that's what a lot of people do. Especially, yeah. You know, they end up regretting it. Yeah, and, like, it's good to be ambitious. It's good to, like, uh, have a plan. It's good to have a plan in the direction that you want to go in. But if that's, like, ruining your everyday life, if you're spending your whole day working towards something that you'll get in, like, 15 years, then you're gonna you're just going to be suffering. You're just going to be wasting so much time, honestly. That is very true. And it's... It's a balance. It is a balance. And that's that's the great part about it, because... You just, you miss those things. And like, and the, I think the best part about it is that everybody's balance is different. For me, like I said this exact thing in a couple episodes ago, but for me, it might be like a 50-50 thing between the two. But for like Dylan, it might be like 40-60 yeah. or like 25-75. Yeah. So like each one of our balances, what leads to our happiness is different. And it's, I think our whole life is just discover, it's trying to find out what that balance is. And that's what makes everyone unique. So exactly. you, you take life by how you want to live it. Uh-huh. But that is exactly, everyone has a different balance. So yeah. no one's the same like that. Yeah. So summary of the first one is just, you know, live in the moment. Don't do anything like responsibly live in the moment and don't think so far ahead that you miss what's in front of you. And um, don't take anything for granted because, you know, you never know when it's going to be ripped away. That's 100% true. That is 100%. Let's go to number two. Hopefully we have a different one. For number All two. right. <laughs> All right. So mine is there is no failure, only feedback. Oh, okay. I like that. It sounds like some sports quote. I yeah. Like that. Um, that is that can be taken in a lot of different yeah. ways. Yeah. So how do you take it? Personally? Failure to me is a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. Like anything that happens to me that is negatively impacted me, there's yeah. always a silver silver lining to it, and yeah. I can always learn something from it. And you know, I've been through a handful of challenges where I'm just so down. I'm just like, like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. But you know, after some time and some reflecting. I finally realized, like, okay, like, this like this sucks. Like, this sucks that this had to happen. Yeah. But what can I learn from this? What can I make the most of from this event happening that will just help me out in the future? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of examples I could give. But um, 
I could just go on forever about mm-hmm. this too. Like, let's you wanna, say like, you want to give like if you had like one story, yeah, like, yeah, one yeah. Quick thing. So one quick thing. All right. So my sophomore year, I really screwed up my GPA. I did not really try my classes. Yeah. Because I was very complacent about freshman year. Because like, freshman, freshman year is like super easy. Yeah, right? freshman You're year like... was super easy. And I thought, okay, so high school is going to be easy. Yeah. And I go to sophomore year and I just get slapped around. Like, I started getting like <laughs> like F's and D's in my classes. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and so I ended up ruining my GPA. And that summer, I'm just like, well, at this point, I'm not even going to graduate. Like, yeah. 100%. Like, I'm like, I failed so many classes, but, you know, I made up for it. Like, I, I barely passed them, but, yeah. you know, it doesn't look good. No. So I'm just like, I don't want this to screw up my chances in like college or whatever I do decide to do in the future. So that following year, junior year, which everyone says is like the worst uh-huh. year, the hardest year, the hardest year, I worked my butt off and I raised my GPA like way more than what it was at when I ended sophomore year. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, okay, sophomore year, I didn't have a good work ethic. Yeah. That was my failure. Yeah. But uh, junior year. I was able to be more organized and I tried a lot harder than I did in sophomore year. So yeah, at the time I was really bummed out that I had really screwed up my sophomore year so bad, Yeah. but I made sure not to do that again in junior year. So that was my feedback. It was a failure, but it wasn't really a failure. It was just me learning that, Hey, yeah. I shouldn't be complacent. It's part of the process. Exactly. Trust the process. So you know that feedback it really helped me out and it even helped me out in senior year hey, so mr malcolm is, mr malcolm this guy this guy is a hard worker hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent don't don't underestimate him and um like it, like i i totally agree with you like on that dude um like i saw i found this really cool quote online but it's it's, it's basically it goes somewhere somewhere along the lines of a man man cannot remake himself without suffering because he's both the, the sculptor and the marble Ooh. I think I, you I get think that. Heard, yeah, I think I've heard that one. Yeah, but that that lie. strikes deep because, like, if you want to really improve and better yourself, I mean, like, think about it. Of a sculptor, like, using like, yeah, you have to hit the marble. You have to yeah, create exactly. the cracks. You have to, in order to build something, you have to destroy something else. You know? Exactly. So, like, it's like I said, like, failure is like part of the process, and it's like once you have that failure, it's like, what do I do now? You know? And that's just really how people grow. Because yeah. if you don't, um, if you don't have anything that you can take away from your experiences and how are you going to grow yeah just like you use a sports analogy like I'm a, I'm a huge Raptors fan and like honestly like uh the Raptors were down 2-0 this year in the conference finals oh, against the yes. Bucks. as a fan I kind of gave up because we got swept the last two years I was like oh it's over but like there's no point in doing that like you got to believe like you got to believe that it only it starts now and you can only get better and that those two games that you dropped we're only going to prepare you better for the you know the next four games that you're going to win. And they ended up uh, sweeping. They swept. They, they swept, swept the them, basically four uh, games yeah. straight. And that was those first two games. Yeah, they were losses, but that they learned from those yeah, losses. Yeah, and then and they switched around um, the way that uh, Nick Nurse, the coach, you, he switched around. He started putting Kawhi more <laughs> yeah, on Giannis. Giannis. You learn and from it, and exactly. you adjust. I think the the biggest thing is that you have to adjust, you have to adapt. Albert Einstein had that. Uh, if you do the same thing over again and expect different results, then you're crazy. That's that's what the definition of like uh, insanity is. Yes, you're doing the same thing over and expecting different results. Exactly. So it's like, what do you do next? What now? That's what you have to ask yourself. And I'm glad that you decided to open up like that because like a lot of people don't realize that. You know, they just like get in their head about it and they just they just stay stuck. Yeah, and that's the worst part is beating yourself up forever yeah. about one 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 failure. little thing. Exactly, and. 
that's if there's anything outside of this quote that I want to address is that you shouldn't beat yourself up oh, forever. Definitely not. For a long time even. Just don't do it. You know, you got to move on, learn from it. And you know what? The end result might be better than where you were at exactly. before. So it's like you have to you have to take accountability and responsibility when you do make a mistake. Yeah. But let that mistake be a positive in your mind. Don't let that weigh you down in the future. You exactly. Know? Exactly. And like I want to just and like say another thing about this. Just yeah. like it's not not only about mistakes, but like even like when you're like on top of your game and you're succeeding, you should always be like trying to like learn and get better. You should always be asking like, "What's next?" You know, like, "How can I be better today than I was yesterday?" Yeah, the greats don't stay at the top by just le- continuing what they do before. Nah. They they improve. They look back. They always think, "What can I do bad. differently?" Yeah, there's always something they can learn, and that's how the greats stay on top. Yeah, exactly. Because entitlement's a, a dangerous thing, man. Honestly, it's a very dangerous. It really it's a very is. dangerous game because entitlement leads to complacency and stagnancy, both physically and mentally. And, you know, when you combine all those things together, you know, you're not going to succeed. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster right there. And Honestly. that was one of the things that happened to me, like I said, that complacency and look at what ended up happening. But I was able to learn from it. So yeah, that's what course. I'm saying. You know, that's mad, mad respect, dude. Because a lot yeah. of people, like, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, what about you? What, what's your second one? So um, this one's a little bit, like, uh, a little bit, like, less, more abstract. But luck is the residue of design. I think way too often people, they think, they blame things on luck. Like, Oh, you got lucky. Yeah. Oh, I was unlucky. You hear that every day. I mean, obviously, there's some things that are just dictated purely by chance that you just can't, like, you can't change, right? I've always been a believer that you control, you have more control over your life than you think. That the more you, sorry, the more you prepare or practice something, the more likely you're going to put yourself in positions to get lucky. And therefore, the luckier you will be. So sometimes I used to be that person and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna like I'm not gonna do good in this test regardless. So there's no point in studying. Even like if you study, but and but like what you study didn't show up on the test, it it like subconsciously helps you like think through other problems on the test. You yeah, know? it definitely does, and that's that's a really good quote. I actually like that one. Luck because, is a residue of design. Yes, and you know, like you were saying before, you know, if you study something, and you know, it doesn't really show up on that test. You never know. Like it could show up on the next test. Like, yeah. It's something that can just help you out, maybe not in that cer- in that certain time, yeah. but it could definitely help you out in the future. But you're setting yourself up to be more quote unquote lucky, yeah, than you would be if you just didn't do anything. Yeah, and like, and it's like that. Uh, it's it's a psychological. It's just something I learned in psych psychology is that it's called having an internal locus of control. That means believing that what you do impacts the results rather than. Just like what I said, leaving it up to chance. More often than not, you're going to be successful by maintaining an internal locus of control than just letting things fall where they be. And, you know, some things are, like, dictated purely by chance. Like, so for those things, don't blame yourself over everything, like, every little failure. But also don't blame the world for everything that's happening to you, too. Yeah, that's definitely not the right mindset to have. Because then you're just going to feel like, okay, I'm doing what I can. Like, why am I not getting rewarded for it? But, you know, you just can't expect things to come to you like that. No, of course. It's like, it's all, like I said, it's like all part of the process, man. Like, it's always going to have like the, the lows and highs. But the lows, being in the low is only going to make the high like much, that much yeah, more it's rewarding. Make it feel that much better. And, you know, you reap what you sow. Yeah, yeah. You reap what you sow. Exactly. And then like, also just like, I think I really want to emphasize that 
in everything the the best the best part about everything is the journey like it's not the de- it's not even the destination 100% i agree with you that on that like i think honestly the destination is so overrated like like i want to be a doctor right but, yeah so obviously a lot of people are going to see that and be like Oh, one day you'll be making, you know, 400K, you'll be, like, driving a nice car and a big house and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I don't even think about it like that. Like, I know the people that I'm going to meet along the way and the people I'm going to help, That that's what really makes it worth it. You know, the journey of learning how to take care of others and also learning more about myself is, it's, like, unmatched. It's something that you can't, like, replicate or you can't really put a value on it. Like, the lessons you learn and the people you meet along the way in anything you do whether it's a career or like at school or at work or anything, you know, those are the things that you're going to miss, you know, um, when they, when they're gone, it's not going to be the money. Like when you, when you go into the grave, you're not taking your money with you. You're taking your memories. Exactly. You're taking the people you love. So, uh, always remember that, like, although you got goals and stuff, you got places to be places to end up. It's like back, going back to the first part about, you know, living the moment really like, Think about what matters to you. And that's like the journey and learning along the way. And especially for you, you say you want to be a doctor. Yeah. And that is such a big aspiration. Yeah. And and I'm glad you're going down that road. Yeah. But like like uh, like I said before, there's definitely going to be some bumps along the way. And, you know, you're going to learn from those. But yeah. that is, those are the moments you're going to cherish the most. Because exactly. if it wasn't for those moments and those people that you meet along the way. I wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't yeah, be where, wouldn't I be would be where you're going to be. be. Exactly. Luck is residue of design, you know. You have more agency over your life than you think. So really put that work in. Put that preparation. You know, have fun responsibly. You know, take the time to really enjoy yourself. Enjoy this life for what it is. But also know that a lot of things are dependent on your attitude and, you know, whether you're willing to put in the work and time for it. Yeah, don't, know, take sacrifice it. don't take anything for Don't take anything for All right. You're the third thing. All right. My third and final quote. Now, this one I, I stole from... <laughs> Again, go, go, go James, LeBron. Okay. LeBron James. Go for it. But this is actually probably one of, if not my absolute favorite quote, and it is "Strive for greatness." Okay, that is just what drives me every day, just to get to the top. Yeah, and for sure. that is that is definitely what "strive for greatness" means. And like, just to add on to that, like, I really know like why it is, like what you're doing, like really know the motivation and make sure that intention is pure. Why is it that you're going to battle, you know? Yeah. Like, why are you, like, fighting these fights, going through, like, hurtling these obstacles and, like, doing what you do? And make sure the intention is pure. I've always thought about it. Like, I've always had, like, dreams like, you know, what if this podcast goes big, you know? But, like, I realize that what makes me happy, like, I'm not doing this for, like, money or, like, clout or fame. Yeah. Honestly, the best feeling in the world is that, like, when somebody comes up to me and is, like, you know, what you said on your podcast inspired me to be a better person or inspired me to do this or do that. You know, those are like the moments I live for. And that feeling, just knowing your impact on others is why I do it. So just ask yourself, why is it? Why is it that you do it? Why do you get up every day? Um, why do you go to school every day? Why are you working this hard? And make sure like your intention is like pure and clear and make sure it's heartfelt, you know. I mean, I, if if it's if it's about money, then if that makes you happy, then it's great. But just know that you know money won't always make you happy. Exactly. But you know, like what you do for others, like I can guarantee, what you do for others will always make you happy. I've never found somebody that has done something for others and is unhappy with their life. You know, you know, giving to others and you know, uh, trying to influence and like motivate and inspire other people is something that will always be fulfilling and rewarding. And just like in your strive for greatness, man. 
like you said, you're trying to go from a tadpole in the ocean to a whale in the bathtub. And, you know, even after you become the whale, help other people climb the ladder too, you know. That's yeah, why and that's, that's uh, part of the reason why I came on here. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, but go it's for just, it. You know, you, honestly, like, you inspired me. Like, you, oh, you're man. going, you're going for what you enjoy doing. Like, this podcast, yeah. you enjoy doing this. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. that feeling of other people coming up to you and be like, yo, you made an impact on but my life. I want life. to be on the podcast. Uh, yeah, like, a, a, a positive impact. Yeah. And that is one of the most just rewarding and filling feelings that yeah. someone can ever get. Yeah. And that inspires me. So that's how you have <laughs> oh, impacted shit. me. And you know, I can't oh, really man. say that about, about a lot, a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. but you're definitely one of the few people. And I am, like I said, I'm so grateful to be on uh, here again. Damn. Thanks, but man. yeah, just you, know you it. have definitely made an impact yeah. on my life. I shout out Vidu. All right. I know it's a podcast, but shout out Vidu. Hey, I appreciate it, dude. You know, that's, what, that's what I live for. That's what I try to do. And like this summer, I almost like cried because somebody, um, one of my friends I met, like I made, and I really got close to over this year. You know who you are. They they kind of wrote me a letter. Uh, so for for their English class, basically, they had to write a narrative, right? Uh huh. And uh, they wrote a, a letter about uh, how they looked up to me and what? how I inspired them. And then uh, they you know, they gave it to me in an envelope. What? And then I opened it at home and I, I read it. And I was like, Oh man, wow! <laughs> like. It's dude. It's honestly, it's bigger than it's bigger than us, man. It's like it really is. It's always a bigger picture. There's always a bigger picture. You can't really focus on yourself yeah, all the time. Like you have to think about others at the same time too. Because if you just if you're just gonna do it for some selfish reason, yeah, then what's the point? You know, if you if I like, let's just say hypothetically, I do make it to the top. My goal yeah. isn't just to be filthy rich and just keep it all to myself like nah, those yeah. people that stuck by my side that those people that helped me that motivated me i'm gonna give it right know, back yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give back i'm gonna repay the debt that i owe to them because exactly. they helped me along the way and they were part of the reason why i got to that success and that's one of the best feelings that i could get too like mm -hmm. when i first started working i would always take my friends out to eat you know you'd I, be able to support your family yeah really. and i'd be able to support my family more and it's just it's just a good feeling when you can, you know, have a good time with other people from what you earned yourself. So exactly. that's that's one of the reasons why I really, really like mm -hmm. well, Strive for Greatness. And I feel like yeah. it's there's so much to part. it. There's so much there to is, it. There's so much to it. And you can take it in so many different ways. Beautiful, the, the beautiful thing about it is just so simple. Like three, yeah. three words. Three words. Strive for Greatness. And, you know, that's why, you know, I keep, we keep talking about LeBron, but like, that's why he's so great. Because like, he knows he's, you know, he knows how good he is, and he, but he doesn't focus on himself. He like, he's so, um, he goes out of his way he's to selfless. build. He's, yeah, like, like when you're building an NBA team, right? You want to, you want a person that's gonna make everybody around them better, and yeah. that's what LeBron does. Like, like unconsciously, just his presence, his, you know, being great means making, elevating everybody besides you. I don't like people who get to the top by stepping on other people's throats, you know? Yeah. You should be getting to the top based on, you know, your work ethic and, you know, maybe some luck, maybe some opportunities that come your way and taking the most of that. But also, you should be taking, uh, trying to go to the top and bring everybody up with you. Exactly. You know? And once you make it there, help other people along the way, man. Yeah. And especially, like, for LeBron, you may not like him as a basketball player, but as a person, you, gotta respect he, you have to respect him. He does so much for his community, especially his hometown of Akron, Ohio. Mm -hmm. He is such an inspirational person, and in that regards, he is a hundred percent selfless. All right. What about you, man? What is so, your last one? My last, last one. Quote? All right. So I had this belief, and um, 
it's not really a quote, but it's just a, this belief that sooner or later we all enter or we all go through a crucible in our life. And this crucible can be an, an event, um, a loss, yeah. um, something that happens to you that's really going to be a, a test of your strength and your character. And uh, there's, I believe that there's three types of people who come out of a crucible. Those are the ones that survive it and become stronger from the experience and become better for it. They're the ones that succumb to the pain and tragedy. Just give up, basically. You know, yeah. give up on life. Not, and I'm not even just talking about suicide or anything. Just like, they just give up on life in general. They just yeah. don't have any motivation to do anything. You know, it just really sucks. I've definitely seen that one happen And before. And then the third type of people who come out of crucible are the ones who learn to love the fire and choose to stay in their crucible because it's easier to embrace the pain when it's all you know anymore. So, like an example, I know it's co- it sounds complicated, but an example is, say like you're a drug dealer or something, mm-hmm. right? You, you're, you're kind of in too deep, but you think it's going to be too much effort to get out, so you just learn to embrace that life. And, you know, even though it's bad for you, yeah, you learn to just like stay in the fire and live in that. So That's a really good example given right there. Yeah, so like, you have the choice of what, how you could take it, because sooner or later you are gonna hit a wall and like everybody has a barrier in their life that they're gonna face yeah you know a hurdle to overcome and it's all about how what you what are you gonna do how are you gonna you know overcome it try to be the first one try to like like we said try to learn from it and become stronger for it you never know how strong you really are until being strong is your only choice yeah (laughs) yo Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just got I got these up my sleeve, you know. Damn, what? <laughs> if y'all can't I know nobody can see you except Vidu, but I am literally holding my heart. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating like <laughs> that was deep no that was I'm not even that was deep. Yeah, bro, but like I forgot where I heard it from, but But that is a hundred percent true. I've been saying that a lot today. No, no, it's no, okay. It's no, cause it's, it's cause you know you're right. You're, you're right. Yeah, yeah but but like, it's yeah. so hard to go through an event like that yeah. or any like a crucible like you said but that's when you're gonna know your own strength yeah that's when you have to be strong yeah there's but no other choice yeah there's no other choice it's easy for us to be strong when we have something to land on when we have like we have a fallback we have a fallback plan right exactly we have people around us to support us so it's easy to be strong and it's easy to take risks but you never know how strong you are until you actually that's the only option anymore you know there's no there's no backup plan you know there's there's no ground. I mean, there's nobody to catch your fall. You're just going to hit the ground if yeah. you fail. That's when you know how the real test of your strength. And that's what I'm saying. When this adversity comes and it can come in many different forms, you know, like I said, it could be a, like a, a rejection, a failure, a loss. You lose something that's close to you. You know, how are you going to rebound? How are you going to, you know, keep going forward? I think great football coach. I know, you know, Vince Lombardi once said, Oh, yeah. The Packers coach. You know what the Lom- the Super Bowl trophy is yeah, called? The Lombardi trophy. Exactly. He's such a great guy. But one of his most famous quotes is, adversity doesn't build character. It reveals it. You know? So when you go through these moments, like, like you know, Dylan said when we were talking about me becoming a doctor, I'm going to go through the lows. But these mo- those moments are where I'm going to learn the most about myself. Exactly. Those are when your true colors shine. You know? All exactly. The, all, your masks, definitely. all your masks get thrown away, you know, blow away in the wind. But, really inside is going to show when you know when you're when you're down and you know out for the count you get you get a real sense of who you are as a person and that's when everyone's true colors show is in those moments in those situations yeah how are you yourself gonna deal with it 
Exactly. And it's, I know it's like, it's a depressing thing to say that, but like, we're all, we're all going to go through some suffering, you know, in our life. Yeah. So, you know, don't expect to live a perfect life, you know, prepare to have your mental fortitude and your limits tested and have that mentality going in that, you know, whatever comes my way, I'm going to beat it. I'm going to become stronger for it. And I'm going to help other people get through their crucible. Because I know how hard it is to go through something alone. Yeah, and that's that selflessness right there. That's that selflessness. And that's how you strive for greatness. That's how you strive strive for greatness. greatness. You know, everything connects, bro. Everything, you know, in circle in circle of life. Yeah, everything is connected, man. And always try to expand your influence and your reach, and you know, do better for others. Get through that crucible that's coming your way. Yeah, and I know I've been through a whole bunch of scenarios and situations. Dude, especially in high school, man. Especially in high school, we've both been through like a lot. Some of some of your biggest challenges will come in high school and that just won't be academically that will be you know just in life in general like your morals will be tested Mm -hmm. and your your tenacity will be tested too exactly and it's really it's really up to you who you are as a person like what are you going to do what are you yourself going to do about this situation that situation Uh and that's when everyone's true colors shine through and you know high school it's so important in our lives right now because this is a, the most impressionable stage in um in our life. We're like pieces of clay right now, and we're only getting molded, or yes. we're that marble, <laughs> and we're getting sculpted into who we are. Because once you reach forty, right, you're not gonna change. Honestly, you're not gonna change that much until yeah. the end of your life. Right now is really when you have your choices impact who you will be for the rest of your life. Your decision that you make in the span of five seconds will determine your legacy and how people will think of you. It really just you know? takes like five seconds just exactly. to, to change your life. And this is a time where it's going to happen, you know, and you never know when it's going to hit you. But especially right now. This is this is that growing time. Yeah. Especially right now for us, that's tr- that transition from high school to college. It's, it's going to be tough for those of people course. that are going out of state. But it's something that we embrace. You it know? is something we embrace. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to, you know, it's okay. I'm gonna hit the lows, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna ride the highs and celebrate. And then when you come back, it'll be like, yeah, yeah celebrate. I, I, yeah, we made it, bro. We, we made, made it, it together. We made it exactly. We made it together. Hey, that is 100 percent true. So you know, me and Dylan, we both been through a lot through high school. So we're just gonna just to end off real quick, just to like talk about one lesson that you've learned throughout high school, one experience that really made you who you are. So I'm gonna start off with this one. It's so cliche, but just just stay true to who you are. I like for the longest time in high school. I've I've been trying to wear like so many like different masks to you know get people to like me or just to be like agreeable in a sense, but you know if you keep doing that then you'll never find people who are just gonna love you for who you really are. You're just gonna find people who are gonna love you for your like fake identity, yeah. this like uh, ruse that you're putting on just just for show. But there's no point in doing that. Honestly, you want to find people who really like you for you know your true colors and really embrace that and at that point you're just you're lying to yourself exactly and that's worse than lying to other people no it's yeah lying to yourself yeah exactly. about who you really are I totally agree because you're the only one that really knows what's going on in your world so just you know be proud of it and it's funny like i think about it right now but there's this game of thrones quote i just both love game of thrones i just have a i just have a shit ton of quotes like, i don't know why I just, I just know i have like a shit ton of quotes in my mind just like a go database ahead. but go ahead. i love game of thrones quotes <laughs> yeah but like basically in season one very first episode you know uh Tyrion goes up to Jon snow and and when they're at the party the feast from robert Bradley yeah, yeah. comes and he's like he's like you're a bastard and then like, cause, uh, Jon Snow, cause, uh, he, he was born from a different mother. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he says, Tyrion says, quote, like, I, I remember it exactly, but it's, 
know what you are, wear it like armor, it can, and it can never be used to hurt you. So be proud of who you are, be proud of your heritage, your culture, all aspects of you, and wear it proudly, and no one can ever ever diminish you for it, you know, no one can ever yeah. hurt you. If, you. if you're proud of yourself internally, and you're at peace with yourself, then what other people say about you doesn't affect you, you know, you're basically wearing that armor, and you're wearing it proudly, and it just makes all the difference in the world. And that's really... Embrace the, yourself, Yeah, man. that's the biggest thing you can do is embracing yourself, who you are. But that's honestly also for some people, that's some of the hardest... The hardest things to do, man. The hardest things to do is finding yourself and being able to accept who you are and embracing that. And I mean, it's crazy because, spoiler alert, it, this is how we start, this is how we're going to end it. But mine is actually very, very similar okay, okay. to yours. <laughs> so mine is actually, don't try to fit in. And okay, bro, great minds Yeah, I'm we, saying, we, didn't even, we didn't even plan this out. We did out, not like, plan this. 100% like, we're being honest right now. We did not plan this. Plan I have my yeah. stuff written down on His my phone. own time on my phone. Uh, I have my my notes. Like, yeah, it's just nah. completely different. We did not share it. But mine is don't, <laughs> don't try to fit in. Okay. Don't try to fit in because if you do, you're just going to be like everyone else. And, you know, that's might not even be who you are. It's like going to be another tadpole yeah, motion. You know? People are so quick to just be like, okay, they're doing this. Some people are doing that. I'm going to just go do that because maybe the, maybe then I'll be able to fit in. Yeah. But you're just going to lie to yourself. You're going to keep course. lying to yourself and you won't accept who you are. And especially for me, like me and Vidu were both in, in the Amtat program yeah, at Clark. For sure. And, you know, we, we came from two totally different situations. Yeah, two totally different situations. And for me, I know a lot of people, I'm, I know a lot of people that, they just wanted to fit in. Yeah. Like, that's all they wished for in, in high school yeah. was just to fit in. And, you know, they tried to befriend some people that I know that they normally wouldn't hang out with yeah, just to fit in. And for me, it was just like, I never needed a big friend group or, no. um, you know, I never needed to, like, go out of my way to impress other people so that, you know, I could be a part of yeah, their group. Yeah, part of the crowd. I always just stuck to... Find that the, loyal group. Yeah, I stuck to the people that cared for me the most, that I cared for the most, that were truly their own true selves and they did not lie to others. They just stayed true to themselves. And those are the, the people that I am most grateful for too. Like, again, going back, Vidu is honestly <laughs> one of the most down-to-earth, honest, <laughs> just really well-likable guys <laughs> that I could <laughs> ever meet. And I'm just, I'm so happy that I met him because oh, he is I himself. Mean, he is Vidu. And yeah, I don't he, try to like... He is the host of Rama Rundown. <laughs> like he is himself on here. I'm yeah. not lying to you. He's not yeah. putting on a face. He's not. That's how being I talk to you in real life. Yeah, this we're is how just, we talk. We're, like we're literally it, but... talking as friends right now. <laughs> it's just and it's, on record. Yeah, it's just but... on. It's just being recorded. But he is. He's a down to earth person, and he is truly himself. And those are the people that I love being around the most. Mm -hmm. Is those people who yeah. are themselves. You know, people will call me. You know, King KLC, King like yeah, all, the, all these other things, but. You know, at the end of the day, there was a time when people didn't call me that. I wasn't called that since birth. Like, no. I've just, I've just been so used to being called that recently. But I'm always just gonna be Dylan. You know, yeah, exactly. And that is the person that I have hated before, but you know, Learned I've grown love. to love and I have grown to accept. Mm -hmm. And that's the person that I'm so grateful for to be right now, yeah. going through all the experiences, the mm -hmm. ups, the downs, the the thick. The thin, just everything. And I'm I'm grateful to say that everything that happened to me so far up until this point is just 
I'm so happy that happened to me because it's led you to this. It's point. led me to where I've I've yeah. been, and I know there's been some really really bad moments for me, like really bad. Yeah. But I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for those moments, mm. and that's why I yeah. stay saying to a lot of people is don't try to fit in. No. Be yourself. Be be true to who you are, because then that's when you'll really find your happiness. And like, if you want to take something from my relationship with Dylan, is that. Like, if you just look at things objectively, like, we're not, we're not supposed to be friends, you know? Yeah, Like, we come from two totally different, like, friend circles, like, I don't know, just two totally different cultures in Clark. two different areas of what Clark has been all about. Like, I'm, I mean, we're both in the AMSAT program, yes, but, but we're not really, like, we're not in the same friend groups, like you said, we're just, like, we're different. Culture is different, and nine out of ten times, like... That that relationship between those two people would fail, but like I was true to myself, and he he was true with his identity, and we really just hit it off. And you never know when it's that ten percent you're gonna find that person that really clicks with you. So you know, always stay real. Don't put don't be fake, man. Yeah, just, most definitely. Just always stay true to yourself, and like on your strive to on your strive to greatness. You know, on the journey to greatness. You know, the biggest battles you're gonna fight are in your head. It's gonna be within yourself. So you gotta you learn to like like Dylan said, learn to love yourself. Learn how love how are you yourself. gonna love you? How are you gonna love other people if you can't love yourself, man? That's true. You, you, you know, can't you, love you others can't do if it. You can't love yourself. So just learn to embrace and really love yourself, and don't let that get to your head, though. You know, acknowledge that you're a flawed person. You're gonna have some strengths and weaknesses, but you know, be proud of your weaknesses. Be proud of your strengths. Be proud of who you are as a person, and no one can ever hurt you. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets, man. You know. No. This is honestly like this. This past year has been great with you, dude. Like, Same I don't here, know, dude. Same I've had I've learned so much from our conversation, and you know what's crazy is that we were talking on this level, like from the day, like from the when we first started. Yeah, when we first started, this is how it's I remember been. like texting you about and asking you for some advice on some stuff, and you just like we just like you're so easy to open up, and like <laughs> a lot of people are guarded off, and for good reason. But we were both so open to each other and just candid. And, and I feel like that's part of the reason is because we both stayed true to each other. Uh-huh. And we're both comfortable talking about our failures. Yeah. And we're both comfortable talking about our flaws because we know that we got each other. Yeah. You know? 100%. And no matter what, like, no matter what you do, I, like, you know, I got you, man. So it's like, I'll, like, I don't have to be somebody that I'm not around him because he's always going to love me for who I am, basically. Yeah. And I've, <laughs> I'm not really one to, you know, open up super, super easily. Nah. Um, it's really those people that I know that they're going to be honest with me yeah. and I can be honest with them because we're true to each other. And Vito has been like that <laughs> since day one. And oh, that's man, why he yeah. is one of the people that I've actually opened up to the quickest. Out yeah, of dude. A lot of my friends. And, and I'm happy. I'm yeah, happy that it's that way. And he's yeah. helped me a lot. And again, it really goes back to it. He's helped me, um, but you've get better. Too, and, he, and I've tried to help him yeah, get better too. We help each other. We pick each other up when we're both down. And that's what makes this friendship super strong. And, you know, no matter what, like, I'm going to California. He's going yeah. to Virginia. We're going to be there. It's two different states, two different sides of the country. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to keep in contact no matter what. That's not and, even a question. Yeah, man. that's not even, <laughs> not that's even, that's even a question. request, man. Nah. That's actually going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be texting you. He's going to be texting me. Yes, we'll be talking. For sure, man. And that's, that's the best kind of friendship man. you can have. We're that's thousands me. of miles away from each other, but... It's it's awesome. right. This is the last ride, babe. We're gonna see each other again, definitely. Yo, most, most oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah but bro. This is exactly what it yeah. is. This, this is, is what we live for. One last these ride, mo- dude. These moments are what we live for. Yeah, these are the moments that you live for, and it's bittersweet because you know he's leaving. 
I'm leaving. But well, like, we're just gonna meet like so many other people that we're gonna like you know, and we're all, we always have each other to talk to. Yeah, 100%. we're so lucky. Communication is just on top, like so spot on, like nowadays. Yeah, there's no reason for us not to communicate. Exactly, and I'm just I'm <laughs> so excited to see what the future has for the both of us. Yeah, bro, and see I can't wait how, like I, the people that we've grown. To be even more so after this, like, who are we going to be? We're going to stay true to each other. And we're going to stay true to ourselves. Yeah, we're going to stay true to ourselves, but we're going to learn from the experiences that we're going to have within the next year or between now and whenever we meet again. And we're going to be great. And it's going to be great. I promise you. We're going to be great. We're striving for greatness out here. We're striving for greatness out here. Thanks for coming on, dude. Honestly, like I said in the beginning episode, this is one of the, like, podcasts I've looked forward to the most because, you know, I just hit it off with Dylan from the beginning and... I think it was definitely like it was so like we didn't even take a break. Yeah, there was no I was break. Like, I was like, I, I was break. gonna say that right now too. All in one take right, right now, me and Vidu. It this, was such a good flow of conversation. And this is this is who we are normally. Just yeah, like, we could talk for hours and hours <laughs> yeah, and hours. Man. But dude, honestly, it's been such a pleasure. Like I'm so like pleasure is I'm all so, mine, sir. Yeah, dude, I'm so glad that you've like decided to come on and like hopefully you guys like learn something from us, man. You know, Thank we're you out here trying on. to you know educate, investigate, and educate basically. Exactly, investigate and educate. That's the motto. Exactly. That's our. That's the motto we're gonna share with you. Yeah. We had three of our own, but we're gonna share yeah, one. Yeah. Investigate and yeah. educate, but hopefully, like, yeah, like I said, in the hopefully not so distant future, King of Cleric and the King of the North are gonna, you know, meet once more. Yes, royalty. We we're royalty. both royalty. Rama rundown royalty. Rama rundown you're royalty. Definitely, you're definitely one of the most memorable. You're gonna be one of the most memorable guests. Memorable guests. I already know that. Hey, thanks, I don't care who comes I on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I don't care if LeBron comes on or Denise <laughs> or Emilia Cleric. Whoever comes on, you'll definitely be one of the ones I'll remember. The fondest, but hey man, I'm still gonna be jealous. You get them on though. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'm still hey, gonna you be come jealous. on with them too. Yeah, I'll be in the back. I'll, 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 ask for the, I'll have my piece of paper. Nah, you can be, be right there. Okay, but if you thought this far, you're a real trooper, man. I hope you keep supporting us. I hope that you know you took something from this episode, and you know just you know, keep doing great things in your life, guys. Yeah, keep uh, spreading the word too. Rama Rundown, yeah, guys. Yeah. Rama Rundown. Yeah, say Amazing. your say your Insta again. Uh, Insta KLC Dylan underscore. Yeah. If you want to follow me, go on ahead. If you want to talk to me, go right Whatever, ahead, bro. Or talk to any of us. Ask exactly. Any questions, or we do any you. questions about what we talked about today? Any comments, concerns? Yes. Uh, maybe maybe some outbursts and, and emojis. Whatever <laughs> yeah, you want to say, we'll be there. Yeah. And that's that's where we're at. Thank you for having me on, Vidu. It was yeah. an honor, sir. For sure. But KLC X KOTN. Yes. And. Before we go, follow the Instagram for the Rama Rundown. Created an Instagram a couple weeks ago. Follow that. Uh, be more updated there. And uh, yeah, stay until, tuned. Yeah, stay, until next time. Stay frosty. <laughs>